Hey everyone, Matt General here with 420 Ministries. I'm super excited for you to get to listen to and to enjoy this week's Thursday night teaching from Donish Peters. Donish Peters is an is a incredible man. He started uh, Grace Network International, which is located uh, in Karachi, Pakistan. Uh, Grace Network is the ministry that myself uh, and a gentleman by the name of Tony Costa, who pastors Revive the World Ministries in Greenwood, Indiana, that uh, him and I went there uh, to, to Karachi, Pakistan with Donish last, uh, no, last December, and we're actually getting ready to go back uh, here in a couple of weeks. Donish is an incredible man of God, loves Jesus. He came to our Thursday night service to teach us on the topic of brokenness and what it means to be broken before Jesus. It was an incredible message followed by an incredible ministry time at the end. I hope that as you listen to this week's sermon, you are empowered, you are equipped by the presence of God, and you capture a revelation of the Father's heart for you in your individual life. Bless you all, praying for you all, and thank you for listening. Amen, amen. <clears throat> well, um, I think that uh, Pastor has said a lot about me, and I'm not even worthy about it. I'm not worthy at all. Um, you know, this is such a reality that we are in a, in a time, we are in an in a era where the need of the gospel is much more than ever before. I'm not just saying it because I'm coming from a third world, but I'm saying it because I see it everywhere. Like here in the United States of America, you see that the gospel is needed more than ever before. Like the changing policies, new diseases, crazy people, and you know. The need is there. The need is there. And each one of us know that the world needs hope. The world needs hope, which is not found in the world. The Lord said himself, he said, this world cannot give you hope. No peace in this world. But the only place where we can find our real joy, real peace, real strength, real, that's in the presence of the Lord. Jesus is the ultimate answer to every problem. We, on our individual level, as a society, as a city, as a nation, as a country, we are facing today. Jesus Christ is the only answer, even to the changing policies of our governments. Jesus is the only answer. You know, the countries which are not in Christ, they are failing today. The countries, and you know, usually it's, it's amazing. I hear a lot of bad things. Uh, people talk about the church in America. Even Americans talk bad about the church in America. I hear it a lot. I, I have many American wonderful friends who talk against the church in America. Oh, brother, our church is not so deep in, oh, we love you, oh, and it's all rubbish. You know, I do want to tell you what the church in America has does around the world. Today, I'm a Christian because of one of the American missionary who preached to my, to my grandfather when he was in the army in, uh, in early 1940s. He was in the army of Pakistan. And at that moment, one of the American missionary came to the war zone to preach to uh, the people, to the soldiers there. 
and many 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 soldiers accepted the lord and my grandfather who was from a sikh background one of the you know kind of hindus uh, and he accepted christ today in middle east arab asia or around the world the gospel is being preached because of the american church because of the western church because of the church which had resources and which do have resources still i was just sharing with my very dear brother pastor tony costa that you know um what influence you people as a church in america have the voice matters your voice matters our voice do not matter we come from a place where um, dogs and people are same honestly we come from a place where you are treated just like another animal i was sharing with him about an incident which happened a month ago in our country where one of the sri lankan guy who was working in in pakistan he was killed in the middle of the road and about a thousand people beaten him to death then burned him alive he was almost dead he was still breathing but they burned him in the middle of the road and and put a um a false accusation of blasphemy on him and it happens it usually happens sometimes the news gets international sometimes it does not but here is a thing it is because of the people the church in the west the church in america that many 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 christians today have a safe place today are secured in one way or the other and if today the american church says oh we back up from pakistan we do not want to raise any more voice for the christians around the world you will see people being killed on the middle of the roads and that's a reality so today as i stand here in front of you precious believers in this country uh, with all of my heart i want to present my gratitude and thanks that um, and you you never even know that maybe some of you do not even know that what your value is but i with all of my heart want to present my gratitude thanks for being who you are so let's give the lord a huge round of claps <laughs> um it it might sound formal but i'm very thankful to my brother um everyone 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 who is the part of this beautiful congregation 420 ministries revive the world um you know this one thing is for sure that i in myself is nothing i in myself is nothing if you say that oh i can win the world alone i cannot do that it's all of us together doing our part to make it possible if you have bible please turn with me a a word today i'm going to speak to you for a little while about brokenness brokenness but before that i um you know begin with brokenness i do want to share a little bit about my life a little bit about what the lord did with me but here is the thing which i as a thanks want to read for you and want to tell you that what we together are doing it's in the new testament the book of colossians chapter 1 and the verse 3 onwards i'm going to read it for you 
it says we give thanks to god and father of our lord jesus christ praying always for you since we heard of your faith in christ jesus and of your love for all the saints because of the hope which is laid up for you in heaven of which you heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel which has come to you as it has always in all the world and is bringing forth fruit as it is always among you since the day you heard and knew the grace of god and truth let's go to verse 12 it says giving thanks to the father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light and the people of god says amen my dear friends this is the scripture the lord gave me this afternoon when i was preparing my heart to speak to you this evening that do know this and know this with all your heart that we all are the partakers what we did in the month of december with pastor tony and with pastor mad general we were able to see over 8000 people give their life in one night to the lord and right now they are being discipled in many different churches in karachi pakistan the place where i have come from in my city we have the population of about 27 million people this is the world's fifth largest city and the world's second largest muslim city and the need of the gospel is immense all over in pakistan i just shared in the video that there are over 650 tribes in the nation of pakistan which have not heard the name jesus even once in their life who is going to go unless we do not partake unless we do not come together unless we don't say let let's do it together those people are not going to hear the gospel at all and i was saying sister lindsay this afternoon i said even the stones and the rocks of this world will witness on the day of judgment that hey he had the opportunity but he never went to them he had the opportunity but he never did what he was supposed to do so today my friends the lord is looking for those people not who are full of anointing not who are full of theological and doctrine and degrees and all of that today the lord is looking at somebody who is so broken who is so broken who is so broken in this world that he would say nothing of myself but you matters to me o lord Now there are two types of brokenness which I'm going to speak to you about. Listen to me very carefully because I know that many of you have come from a broken background like mine. Many of you might be sitting here tonight and still there is something you carry in your heart and you say that oh I'm broken. Just the way Pastor Matt was sharing that maybe there is somebody who's feeling fatherless this evening, motherless this evening, no hope, no joy, no peace. My friends, if you are broken in the world or anybody who is broken in the world will find nothing but sorrow, sadness and tears. 
Being broken in this world will bring nothing to you. People are broken today. People are living in darkness. I belong to a family where Christ was present before I was born. But I had no Christ in my life. In my personal life, I had no Christ. Today I'm 30 years old. 3-0. We are reaching the world with the gospel. I am here in the United States of America preaching to a white church. And many just want to come here. And it amazes me that how and why the Lord would use me. It just amazes me because I'm not even capable of doing what I'm doing right now. I have no ability. Honestly, I am dropout from the college. I was doing bachelor's in business administration and it was my last semester, four years, BBA honors you also have here. And I was doing that. And on, in the last semester, I said, I'm not going to study anymore. I quit. I had no money to pay the fees for the last semester. My father lost everything. I come from a background where Christ was present before my birth. But Christ was not present in my life. You know, my grandfather was a pastor after he got saved in the 40s. Later on, my grandmother and grandfather established a first Pentecostal church in our region. First Pentecostal church in our region. Many people were being saved. Many people were being healed. Many people from all over Pakistan would fly to our house just asking my grandmother to pray for them to have babies. But Christ was not present in their own grand children life grandchild's life it was crazy on sundays so our house is here and right next door is the church and on sundays i used to put pillow on my ears uh, so that i do not hear worship because it's it disturbs me a lot it disturbs me so i would put pillow on my ears just no i don't want to hear it Every kid, you know, your children must be going to school and teachers ask, what do you want to become when you grow up? Your child would say, I want to become a doctor. Your child would say, I want to become an engineer or any, 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 any good profession. You know, if somebody would ask me what you want to become, I would say, I want to become a mafia, uh, you know, and that was my ambition. Honestly, that was my ambition in my life. Don, anybody, honestly, anybody ask me, what do you want to do in your life? I said, I want to become a mafia. I want to become a gangster. That was my ambition. And I always wanted to be a mafia. I wanted to kill people. That was the mentality I was raised with. I had friends. In my 15 years of age, I went to one of the very Porsche, very luxury area. And you know, in the college, you usually have fights and all that. I went with a gun and shot straight on one of the house of the guy who I had fight with that morning. That was me. That's who... I was completely broken in the world, no identity. My mom would weep for me. One day, brother, I came in the house 
and when you step inside my house there is a ironing stand you know where you iron your clothes and i heard this my mother never knew that i'm standing at the back and and she had that spray bottle in her hand and she was ironing my clothes and you know your mother's hair would realize what it is to pray for their for their sons and daughters she was praying on that water bottle and you know that was the prayer i heard she said jesus this is not water this is your blood let the power of your blood transform the life of my son that was that's what she was praying and i was standing at the back just listening and i said mom leave it i went but i still remember the day when the lord for the very first time i was 17 when he touched me i still remember that part of the carpet in our church where the holy spirit came upon me the whole church left and i was there weeping for 4 hours weeping confessing my sins saying lord how full i was i was so broken i was so broken but i was broken in the world when you are broken in the world you find no identity there is identity problems with you in america you have a lot of identical problems and it's because people are broken they need salvation they need christ who would give them the real identity which is found only in christ they are broken my friends first i wanted to become a mafia a smuggler a, a gangster you know and today i believe that it was the lord doing something with my life if i would never have been in that darkness i would never have been doing this what i'm doing right now today i know how to deal with the world today i am trained i know how to smuggle bibles in pakistan i know you know there is only a very little quantity of bibles which our government allow to take in in the nation but then there is a big stock which we smuggle every year from korea and i know now how to do that but you know the lord would prepare you here is a thing my friends you see people who are doing same gender marriages today you see people today who are in the world they are homeless because of their own choices their decisions you know i got to meet one of the homeless guy here in the states and i you know i was driven to ask him what he was a big businessman in one time a million dollar businessman and when i heard his story I realized that it was the decisions he took in his life which brought him to this place where he is homeless today. Why is that so? Because he was rich but he was broken in the world. He had all the wealth but he was broken. He never had the source, the real source from where he could get joy and peace and harmony and and everything he would have he would need in his life there are two kinds of brokenness never forget it first when you are broken in the world so i wanted to kill people now i see people and i cry over their life 
I weep over their conditions. You see all of these videos, all of the results, these, these are the answers of prayers and tears of the people like you who are not anymore broken in the world, but now your heart breaks when you are in the presence of the Lord. Now you are not broken there out in the world, now you are broken here in the presence of the Lord. Now you cry and you weep, still you weep. First you were weeping because of your decisions. First you were weeping because of your choices. First you were weeping because of, because of your identity. First you were weeping because you had no father to love on you. You have no mother to care about you. Now again you are weeping. Your heart breaks and you cry but now you are crying to see the soul saved. Now you cry to see people come to the feet of the Lord. Now you cry because you don't, you cannot see a child hungry. Now you weep because you, because you are completely a changed man when you are broken here. You become a complete new creation when you are broken here. If you are broken there, you are lost. You are unsaved. You are unprotected. Anybody can come and crush you and kill you. The Bible says that our enemy is like a roaring lion, lion waiting to eat you up. There is only one place. If you are broken here, you are protected. You are saved. You are secure. There is assurance that nothing will harm you. My friends, I remember still. This hand you see right here. Now look here. This hand. This hand was cut into two pieces back in 2018. I was just this afternoon sharing with Pastor Tony. The doctor who did the surgery, he said it is worse than a patient who would come to us with a bomb blast. It was cut like all the veins, arteries. Every human being have three arteries connected to the heart. One of mine artery is cut. Like all the veins, everything. And it's a miracle that this hand is still alive, still working. Lifting up weights, everything. Who said that you are not going to face challenges? I face millions of challenges. I received phone calls. They said, stop doing what you're doing. Otherwise, we know where your children go to school. We know where your wife go for shopping. We know where you go. So they threatened me. They said, stop doing what you're doing. Otherwise, we are going to kill your children. We are going to kill your mom. Uh, I just saved another uh, a phone call, which I received three weeks ago from the United Kingdom-based phone number. And they knew everything, the vehicle I drive, the new numbers, they knew where my children study, they knew where my wife goes, they knew about what we do, where our office is. They even gave me, I never counted the salvations we had. They even knew, he said, uh, you uh, converted this many Muslims, this many Hindu, this many Afghani you're dealing with right now. And I was amazed. They knew everything. My, my friends, listen to this very carefully. 
When you are broken, you care, in, you care no more for your life. You are so broken. Do you hear that? So broken. I mean now, you don't matter to yourself. That's a hard part. And especially for somebody like you and me who is privileged. We are privileged people, you know that? Do you know we are privileged? How many of you know you are privileged? You are. You eat three times, possibly five, six times, seven times. <laughs> you have clean water to drink. You are privileged. You have clothes to wear. Nice one. You live in a country where you can say anything, anything, and nobody will, you know, bark on you. Here, so privileged we are. L look at that child, you know, I do want to say this and then we are going to pray and do everything. But listen to this brokenness story. I met this woman in one of the village. She used to go 14 to 15 kilometers walk every day with a pot of water, a mud pot on her, on her head. And she used to walk. And every time she would go, she faced different challenges on the way. Now here was the thing what she faced. She was raped 12 times. She was raped 12 times. She attempted to commit suicide three times. She said, brother, one time the thought of my children stopped me. The second time my husband came on the spot. The third time the villagers saw me jumping in the river and they, uh, you know, saved me. Three times she attempted to commit suicide. Twelve times she was raped. She was like a dead body walking on the streets. She was so broken in the world. Now, what we does, just a simple gesture of bringing the father's love to somebody. Simple gesture. You know, there are different ways of preaching the gospel. Sometimes you preach by your words. Sometimes you preach by your actions. So what we does, we just planted a clean water hand pump in her village. She came running to me and it's not a culture. They don't even show you their faces. It's prohibited. It's no way that a woman would come in front of a stranger in, in those villages where all the tribal people are living. So this woman came to me. She holded my hand and she kissed it. And I was scared that maybe after this I am going to be beaten because their woman kissed my hand. I was scared. But what happened? Her husband came. Her father-in-law came, her brother came, her children came. The whole village gathered there. And they all were weeping. And this woman said, brother, you have brought heaven down for us. Literally a Hindu woman from a tribal background who never knew who Jesus is. Then she said, oh, we don't know what brought you here. That was the question. She said, oh, we don't know what brought you here. I said, you know, I was trying to be smart evangelist. I said, Jesus sent me. And she thought that this is somebody who lives in Karachi and sent him. And our whole team was there. 
and they thought that it's my boss who sent me to plant water hand pump in their village and i i kept it like this i kept it like this i said yeah it's jesus who sent us later on when we began to teach now the entire village is christian and strong believers in christ the entire village about 150 families the same place where we have the church where pastor tony and pastor matt preached my brothers and sisters today you need to see the world from a different broken perspective first you were broken everybody of you just like me you might wanted to become a gangster too you might wanted to become a homeless because of your choices you might was wondering that you would drive your life to some other path but today you are in the presence of the lord what a joy and what a honor it is and if you're here today and not any more broken in the world you need to see the broken people who are in the world and your heart shall break here right now and you would begin to weep and you know what would happen one broken person two broken person three broken person four broken person i can hardly imagine if god could use this one broken person for all of this what god could do if we all broken people can come together what god can do is marvelous you know there is a calculation which i do want to share and then i'm finished i'm done i'm sorry i always say but i ne- i'm never done He said if one person if one person a one christian would disciple one Christ, one other person for one year we have about 7 billion people in the world 7 billion people and they both disciple other two people the next year he said it would take 32 years for the entire world to be saved 32 years for entire world to be saved 7 billion people can be one in 32 years but obviously that's unreal that cannot happen every person is dealing sometime it takes 2 years for somebody to accept the lord um there was you saw our television ministry a month ago i received call from one of the region which is the most most dangerous region in our country that's a city called peshawar all of the bomb blast you hear from from middle east most of the bomb blast in the churches took place in that city and the son the youngest son of an imam calls in our television office and that's what he said he said pastor i was watching your program on tv and i knew with all of my heart that whatever you said is a lie whatever you said is not true whatever you preach about jesus jesus is false jesus is a liar jesus is just a story it's just an illusion jesus is not real that's what we have been taught all of our life i am the youngest son of one of the most reputed imams in the city of peshawar and he told me obviously the name and everything i said now what how can i help you brother He said I was watching the program I switched off TV and I went to my room 3 a.m. Jesus appeared in my dream He said Muhammad Suleiman 
I want you to follow me. And it was 3.30 a.m. I stay up for like 6 a.m. Uh, Pastor Tony knows and Pastor Matt knows my schedules. I stay up for like 6 a.m., 7 a.m. I sleep at 7. I wake up by 10 or 11 again. But here is 3.30 in the morning he calls in our office. He said, Pastor, tell me how can I follow Christ? My dear friends, if you're broken here, you can change the world around you. First, it has to start with you. Can I ask you all to please close your eyes? And can I please ask you to just look at the cross of that broken Christ who was so broken that he did not care about his own flesh. The Bible says that in the garden of Gethsemane, his tears, his sweat turned into blood. And, and he looked up in the heaven and he said, Father, if it is possible, would you please turn this cup from me, the cup of sorrow, many theologians call it, the cup of our sins, the cup of our mistakes, the cup of our wrong decisions, the cup of our wrong ambitions, the Lord said, if it is possible, but then he was so broken for your sins and for my sins. And he was so broken and he, his heart longed for Tony to be saved, for Danish to be saved, for Matt to be saved, for Clay to be saved, for Joe to be saved, for, for Victoria to be saved. He was so longing and he was so broken. He said, still, oh father. Not my will, but thy will be done. Your will be done. My friends, if you're a Christian today, listen to this. Being a Christian, your responsibility is not just, not just to be the disciple of Christ. Not just to be the disciple of Christ. But your complete definition, the complete definition of your Christian faith, of your Christian life. It does not matter if you're a pastor or if you're not, if you are a deacon or you're not, if you're an apostle, you're not, you're a teacher or not. It does not matter. Listen, if you're a believer in this room, sitting here who know that Jesus is with him and Jesus saved you, your definition is that you follow Christ and you bring others to follow Christ. Make others to follow him too. Oh, how can I do that, Lord? You don't need to think about it. I never thought that I would do what I'm doing. I never knew that. My dear friends, the Lord is today looking for somebody who is so broken. Who is so broken. If you're not broken, I want you to confess your sins this, this evening. And break your heart. Psalms 34 says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. And saves those who are crushed in spirit. If you're not brokenhearted, I want you to be brokenhearted tonight. Say, Lord, not me, but your will be done. Not mine. Not what my dad says about me. Not what my mom says about me. Not what my friends call me. Not what society sees me like. Oh, Father, 
your will be done in my life beyond my abilities beyond my skills beyond my talent beyond my struggles beyond my shame beyond my guilt beyond my identity beyond my anything lord today let your sh- let your face shine upon me fill me o lord fill me o lord fill me o lord and if your heart do not breaks for the creation to be saved my friend you need to place yourself right tonight your heart shall break when you see a man in sin a woman in sin your heart shall break when you hear somebody die your heart shall break when you hear about the persecuted church your heart shall break when you see a christian brother or a christian sister trapped in slavery your heart shall break when the gospel is being preached let's place ourselves can i have a help on the keyboard hallelujah father we come to you with a broken heart this evening if he can do for me if he can do for me he can do for you too and do know this if he can use me just a little bit he can use you a hundred percent more a hundred percent more a hundred percent more this 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 is what i pray for you tonight my dear friends jesus is not the jesus jesus is not the lord jesus is not only the king of the pakistani church or the american church or the african church or the black church brown church white church pink church yellow church english church urdu church swahili church no 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 this is all the garbage which we have brought in it's the garbage it's the garbage it's the garbage which we have brought in today the lord wants his church the church of jesus christ so when you see me don't think it's a pakistani christian here just see a christian is here i don't want any title i hate titles and i hate the world i found nothing in this world nothing 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 yes today i use the resources of this world to bring the people of the world into the kingdom of the lord be broken hearted can i ask you to stand up and weep tonight cry tonight yell tonight pray tonight as i am here i want to take this opportunity with you to pray for the persecuted church around the world in pakistan if the lord gives you the burden for it please stand on your feet lift up your hands towards heaven and pray the way maybe you can pray for our water hand pumps 
maybe you can pray for our relief efforts to bring some christian families out of the slavery that then and then when you see slavery it's real real slavery which you used to see in the movies maybe you maybe you can pray for that little girl who's been sold to a muslim landlord and you can pray for her freedom maybe today as pastor tony with revive the world and pastor matt with 420 ministries is going to go to pakistan and you can pray father bring millions to your kingdom o lord with a broken heart my friends let's pray i am broken If you want to get on your knees you can be free for like, like just 5 minutes with all of your heart pray for the salvation of this world oh people say ah oh, these things will happen you will hear the rumors of war so shall we stop to pray no the prayers of the righteous are powerful and effective Your prayers tonight can save thousands and millions in Middle East in America in Saudi Arabia in the United Arab Emirates in Africa in other parts of the world in Europe your prayers can reach there tonight just the Lord is trying to listen to a broken heart tonight oh holy